Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Feek. And we have two wonderful new guests here, Maeve Yabin, Yabinez. Evenez. Evenez and Amanda Hanna. Yes. And from the Wicked Wanders Paranormal Team. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, nice. so yeah, so we're, we're here tonight to talk about a documentary film um, that I came onto my radar um, probably about three months ago. And it's, it seems to be one of these, one of the lifetime kind of things that you get uh, talented people together to actually do a real good documentary. And um, these two beautiful people have, uh, were there and they have been talking about it and talking to me about it. Um, and I would like them to introduce what they do, you know, who they are, what they do, and who they worked with, and what this documentary is about. So I, whichever one wants to go first, please. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Maeve. Um, I'm half of Wicked Wanders. Um, just I've been investigating the paranormal, I guess, since about the 90s. I was a teenager in the 90s. So I got started with a notepad and a cassette tape player. So hey, that's cool. Yeah. So I've been doing it with them. Um, I've been off and on a team or two, and basically we just kind of landed. Me and Amanda have been friends forever since middle school, so sort of. So um, we just kind of happened to fall in our laps. So it just it was one of those perfect alignments of stars. Right, so right. excellent. <clears throat> So um, tell us how you both got started actually in this um, doc. Well, actually, let's start off first off with you guys. When you guys came together, what was your love for the paranormal? I mean, what was what was the one thing that you said, hey, let's do this together? Amanda, you go right ahead. <laughs> um, honestly, it was okay. So we were friends in middle school, but there was a, a gap there where we weren't very close you know we weren't like besties and we would Mm -hmm. run into each other here and there and that sort of thing and always be super friendly to one another I was always so happy to see her but um I got interested you know I've been doing it for a long time I'm like you you're a medium I'm not quite a medium but I am empathic and it's something Mm -hmm. that I've dealt with my whole life and so um the passing of my dad I had an experience where I was so sure it was him um Mm -hmm. and that was like my the the catalyst for me wanting to really, you know, go, you know, full force into this. But it wasn't all that long after that, that Maeve actually posted something on Facebook, like in the early years of Facebook, that she was going on this investigation. And so I'm like, how did you, how were you able to do this? And she was like, well, there happens to be one extra spot. Do you want to go? And it was like, absolutely. And we had one really awkward lunch and we've not been <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I, I tagged along. Um, she met some people and tagged along on a on a team, and, and like she just said, it just all sort of fell into place that she mm-hmm. and I worked so well together. Like we're such where I have weaknesses, she carries those strengths, and and vice versa. And plus, you know, I kind of ha- I'm more spiritually led on mm-hmm. these investigations, and she is very very logical, level headed. Um, my my girl. Got a religion. <laughs> <laughs> studied religion and and she's very right. scientific minded so we kind of balance each other out perfectly so it just kind of was a no-brainer to go from there 
Yeah, yeah, me and Shane are the same way. He's the yin and the yang, and yeah, I'm the science guy. He's the spirit guy. Yep. Yes. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you guys got involved in with um, Ken Hodder? Okay. Yeah, we we again right place, right time. Um, We met the director producer of this movie. a few years ago and just kind of fell in love with his vision. And we mm-hmm. put a hundred percent trust in him. He put a hundred percent trust in us. And um, we started filming small things together, doing, you know, small investigations together. And he is, um, he has directed and produced horror films or, or one bit, you know, good, mm-hmm. big horror film before this one. And so that's where his background was. Okay. And he needed, he, he had in mind that he wanted to kind of tap into this paranormal industry and happened to run into us. It all kind of fell into place. And with his horror background, he knew Kane. And so oh. he, he just kind of approached Kane with this project and it, it went from there. So I, I can't say that we took any credit for it. <laughs> Tony was the mastermind the behind stars it. stars aligned just right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it really did. Yeah. You bump yeah. into the right people at the right time. Yeah. yeah. We, we took a break from investigating. We did home investigations with our prior group and we both just kind of grew out of that, I think. And we had taken a little bit of vacation because we love horror films and we love cryptids and we love UFOs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were not just limited to ghosts. Mm-hmm. And so we started going to these horror conventions and it was just during one of those conventions in Raleigh that we just happened to bump into Tony. And yeah. Right, right. The rest is history, as they yeah. say. <laughs> now, have you done any other work with him besides the last one with the with we the, have um, okay yep um okay. actually we were i was talking to him just a little bit he was just on a podcast too so and we were all just oh. kind of chit-chatting about yeah mm-hmm. and um we do have something coming up um he said he's gonna <clears throat> probably release some information about it around february or so but okay. it was probably one of the worst investigations <laughs> we've ever done anything <laughs> that anything that could go wrong did go wrong so right. it's gonna oh, be yeah. it's gonna be super entertaining it right. was more yeah. than Murphy's Law. This was nuts. Like, as, <laughs> right, right, as right. investigators, you guys are, if you watch it, you're going to literally sit at home with your chin on the floor because it took me like six weeks to get mine off the floor. Right, right. <laughs> it was just, if, if, if it could go wrong, it did go wrong. It was just yeah. ridiculous. But we can't yeah. talk about it too much. But, right, we can right, say, right. but we can say that it's definitely not the same thing as this one we've done with Kane. Right. Um, let, let's get into a little bit of the details of the, the investigation with Kane. Um, talk about the, one of the, your first impressions of this place. Of the, um, of the, of the, it's the hospital, correct? Is that, that what it it's is? It's a hotel. Hotel. Yeah. Hotel. What was your first impression? And I'll let you both answer. What, what is your, what was your, your first impression about it? Um, that really kind of moved you. For, for me, it was sheer intimidation. I mean, okay, I, I've lived here my whole life. And of course, I've heard um, of the Grand Old Lady Hotel, but I had never been there myself. And it wasn't until I went the first time that I realized how it's like kind of hidden in plain sight. I don't know how I, I've lived here all this time and didn't see it. But driving up on it, it is just like this foreboding, enormous structure on this tiny little mountain road that you would never think is back there. And so when you first pull up to this building, when you first see it, it's a shock. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, whoa, you know? So, I mean, for me, it was just sheer intimidation. Wow. Okay. I was just super. 
I was just super curious because to be honest, I'd lived there my whole life too. Like we live, me and Amanda grew up pretty much down the road, like super close to each other. And this place is in our hometown. And I think maybe I'd driven past it like twice, but I never really noticed it. It was one of those places that's really tucked away. And the first time I drove by it, knowing that I was getting ready to be in, go into it, that I just had to sit there for a minute and just soak it in because like Amanda right, said, that, right. it's huge and it's a small mountain town. Like we're from a small mountain town and this is probably the biggest structure anywhere around. And it's so hidden, but not, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really strange to me that it hasn't, it didn't play a bigger role in my childhood because it was yeah. right, right down the road. Right. Right. Now, um, can you talk a little bit about the history of, of this hospital? Or, I mean, the hotel? Sorry. Yeah, a little bit about the history. <laughs> about... I just want to knock over anybody. Okay, yeah. so it was built um, in the turn of the century. So it's a little over 100 years old. Um, and it was built, the, there's a railroad track that runs right in front of it. So it was, it was built because of the railroad. But um, a little further back history is the the railroad was actually built on a um, we call it a thoroughfare, but that's it it paints the wrong mental picture. It's a walking trail that essentially Mm -hmm. formed a road because it had been used and walked on so much. But um, that thoroughfare was used by Rutherford Trace, um, which I don't know what you know about Rutherford Trace, but essentially he was um, to come through with his. Um, small, you know, group of, of military men and, and remove, gently remove the Native Americans, the Cherokee Indians from that right, land. Right. And as we all know, if you studied Rutherford Trace at all, or General Rutherford, as he was brutal, he was vicious, and, and he was not being gentle. I mean, he, he was on um, the command of kill no, no women, no children, you know, only, you know, kill the men if you absolutely have to. And he kind of came through and he was the guy that burnt down the, the villages and he, oh, wow. it, it was told that essentially he kind of left no man standing and stole their livestock and kept on moving. So cool. that came through and then the railroad was built right on that spot. And then the hotel was built um, to service the railroad. So it's got um, military war history. It's got, you know, native American history and not to mention the fact that, it was such a bustling railroad town for a while. So there were a lot of people coming in just to stay. And then you had the people who, um, you know, in that era, and you hear this a lot with the asylums or the, you know, the hospitals, and they believed that the mountain air cured multiple diseases. So you had a lot of sick that would come here to get that mountain air. And there's a, a spring in the back, so they would get that natural mm-hmm. spring water. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, of layers of activity to the place as it stands. Right, right, right. It's over 40,000 square feet, <clears throat> so it's an enormous... Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a big building. Yeah, that's it's a big, a big building. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the investigation... Um, what was one of the first things that you experienced while you were investigating? <laughs> I know. Like, I, like we, did, <laughs> we did a pre-investigation and we went up and stayed. We must have stayed the night in that place just a handful of times. Um, one of the things that happened to me, I, we had taken a break at some point and I was going to go lay down and just take a nap because I like to sleep. <laughs> and <laughs> I had gone, <laughs> I had gone to my room and laid down and it literally sounded like actually I say 
it was probably the dresser drawer was slightly open and it slammed shut really hard. Oh, wow. And, and I was just like, I tried to close my eyes because I was trying to sleep and I ended up having to call my husband and like talk, my yeah. like, talk to me, <laughs> give me some courage to get up out of yeah. this bed and get to the hallway because it startled me and I was not expecting it at all. Um, but that was one of my first experiences there. Okay. Amanda, did you have one? Yeah. Well, I actually have two. Like we did the pre-investigation and, and something happened pretty quickly on that one. And then when we went back with Kane and did the second investigation, something pretty quickly happened there too. But um, when we went for the pre-investigation, there was, she'd had the, the power was shut off because it was through the winter. It was in their downtime. Mm -hmm. you know? So she only, you know, basically ran power to the area that she lived in. But um she had turned on the power just to one side of the hall on the first floor and it was like six or seven rooms. And she kind of warned us, um, you know, because we're all using window units, we're all using the the lights and that sort of thing that we could um, throw a breaker. And so when that happens, it'll take out that whole side of the hall. She showed us where the, the breaker box was and just to flip it back. Mm -hmm. And so um, it kept happening in my room. And so it didn't take me long to realize that it wasn't happening on the whole length of the hallway though, just in my room <laughs> over and over and over Physics are being to the point that we ended up sleeping in the, in the library on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it sounds stupid and I, but it's true. Like I say, we just had to go trip a breaker, but that breaker was at the end of this terribly terrifying hallway. Next <laughs> serious set of stairs in the whole place. And you know, there's these tiny little night lights in the hall and that's all you got. So there was only so many times I was going to trip that breaker. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Well, and, well, and then when we, when we went back with Kane, um, Maeve is, she has since then moved to Chattanooga. So she didn't get there. We had one night without Maeve. It was everybody but her there. And we were all sitting in the lobby of the hotel. And at this point, I mean, the lights are on. It's a, you know, it's a functioning hotel. It's during the fall. It's, you know, as normal, but we're all sitting in the lobby kind of trying to get to know each other. And the computer behind the desk turns on, which she said it was completely off. It wasn't like it was asleep. But it turns on and starts playing this old timey music over the loudspeakers. <laughs> and it was so creepy. But oh we didn't gosh. have cameras. I mean, obviously, we'd all just gotten there and we're just chit chatting. But yeah, That's that cool. was pretty creepy to have that music just pop on over the loudspeaker. That like old timey, creepy music anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I got questions. So, hmm? so when you guys go there, I haven't, I haven't honestly seen this documentary yet. So I've, I've read the reviews and, you know, I have a basic idea how it works. But just wondering what key pieces of equipment did you guys use and, and why did you pick them? Either, any of you? Well, we chose uh, the Ovulus, obviously. Okay. Um, not only did Kane really like that, but um, cinematically it works well. You know, sure. it's, it's clear one. verbiage. It says it on the screen. And it, I find it to be one of the easiest ways to differentiate intelligent type of of hauntings versus and, and quickly you know sure, makes sense. um so we use that when it's kind of an old trusty um we also use the sls camera some okay I, you know i don't fully rely on an sls camera because yeah, it, you either, know so. yeah. well it's its job is to make humanoid forms so it's going to find those within the everywhere range. yeah shadows yeah. but occasionally back. you will get these yeah. instances where you can ask it to do something and it does it. Or, you know, if you can say, can you come over here and sit down? And right. it comes over and sits down. 
that's not right. it just pulling a form <laughs> from a door frame sure. or what have you. So if right. you can, you know, we always try to get those like really cool experiences with the SLS. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then just, if you, you know, have just it. Yeah. That. If you can have it, manipulate it like that, if you can ask it. Yeah, exactly. I've seen yeah. that. I mean, that, that's kind of like the, yeah, that's kind of like the only telltale sign that you're really going to yeah. say, yeah, I'm yeah. going to rely on this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah there's me, me and uh, Shane have talked about to like about different pieces of equipment we know that are just not shouldn't be in the field but yeah there's you know, not reliable at all yeah. no but there there are some of the simpler ones that are you know I use a recorder on my phone you know I yeah, mean, I yeah. My yeah. My phone. you yeah, know I mean I've caught some great things with that you know so Same. um you know now is there some place that Let's say, let's say you guys are part of the, the Wicked Wanderers. Okay, so you guys have a favorite place that you've gone to? We have so, so many. many places. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many. Yeah, she um, and I have been steady going at this since 2013. So, and we okay. started, our very first one together was Waverly Hills Sanitarium. So we started big and we have mm-hmm. continued big. <laughs> now, I need to, Amanda, I need to ask you, um, because I, I, could, I could see your gifts. I could see that you are gifted. How did that make you feel when you experienced that place? What was the initial feeling? Was it an overwhelming feeling or was it something of chaos or was it something? That's a really good question. Um, It was 150% overwhelming. And let me just say the first time we went was a totally different experience than Mm -hmm. when we went back. Um, The first time I went, it was a Mm -hmm. very... It, it felt dark and scary and I felt like, um, like I needed to get out of there. Like I didn't mm-hmm. feel safe in there. Right, the right. second time we went, it was a completely different experience. It was <clears> playful <throat> and, and I had a blast. I mean, we just, we ended up cutting up and playing all night. It was just a total, right. but a lot of places are like that. Um, but I will say that it was the first time that I ever experienced and I've experienced it multiple times since, but it was the first time I ever experienced that feeling like you had a million sets of eyes staring at you. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You know, yeah. like I couldn't get so away much. from it. There mm-hmm. was nowhere in there that I could get away from it. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. learned to cope with that. But it being my first one, oh, my goodness. It it, was it's, it's very overwhelming. I know. I, I, that's why I asked because I could yeah. see that, that that whole, holy cow, oh, my God. You know, yeah. that I could just feel that, you know, that, like you said, the eyes are all on you. Yeah. They're everywhere. And I mean, honestly, I held my hand the biggest part of the time we were there. I was scared to death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I basically have, you know, not wanted to really go to an asylum or whatever just because of that. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not worried about it, that I'm not really scared about it. It's just the fact that it's just it's very overwhelming. You know what I mean? I'm used to dealing with being a science guy. I don't got to worry about it. Look at me. I don't right. care. I can't see yeah. you. I can't tell you. There, right, so. right, right. But yeah, I just, you know, I can deal with a handful of people so doing gallery readings. I can deal with 20 people. Yeah. But when you've got that many people in that large of a location. Yeah. yeah. That's just overwhelming. Well, and know? when you have that many and you'll be able to relate to this. I mean, it's one thing to have them all standing around staring at you, but when they realize your abilities, mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh my gosh, like it, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. because it's yeah. like you can't get anything clear from anybody. And no. at that point oh, yeah. I'm useless. I'm like, no. Ugh, you know. No, it, it's like it, it reminds me of it, re- it would remind me of basically like you're going to like um a banquet and you've got 
50 people in one room are all talking or even a party yeah. or something and you're all talking yeah. or whatever and not necessarily talking at you but you come across these things i've experienced that when i was even when i was like before i was 12 you know what i mean but it was just the weirdest thing but being in a place that big i would not i just don't have a real desire because of i would want to i wouldn't want to help everybody yeah you know what i mean i just yeah. would want to be like you know but there's so much the balance there is so shifty yeah you know what i mean there's people that probably need help and then there's spirits that need help and then there's spirits that don't want to help they don't want it yeah they don't want it yeah so i feel like sometimes um gifted people are kind of put themselves in harm's way by doing that and i'm not knocking anything about asylums or nothing like that because yeah. i think it has its place you know what i mean but yeah i mean you really have to think about what what are you really doing there you know what i mean because it's just yeah. I mean, it's, you know? I think it's really important that you're bringing that up. I mean, because mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have abilities. And I mean, I can say that like it has, it's been good for me because, and, and really kind of honing in on my abilities has <clears throat> brought me strength in a way that you wouldn't believe. But it's yep. also, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that it hasn't affected my mental health negatively because it definitely, okay. it I've does. had to really <laughs> learn when yeah. to step step away mm -hmm. from whether mm -hmm. it's people or social media or what mm -hmm. a, a location like mm -hmm. you have to know like where your limit is right you oh yeah I mean? yeah yeah now do you rely on Maeve to kind of keep you close like you guys I, I yes. sense you guys are really close like she reels <laughs> she reels you in like okay for sure okay you totally so, nailed yeah. that yeah you yeah, totally yeah. Nailed oh my that. god I mean like <laughs> I keep getting the word kismet. Constant. The word what? Kismet. You know, like chemistry. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah. And like, if you are off doing this or doing that and this, and she reels you in, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, okay, let's do this or let's. A million you know, percent. Okay. Focus. But that is key when, when two people can connect like that and are doing this kind of work and trying to get the truth and the history and helping you know either ones that have passed or ones that are um even on this side that need help in the paranormal or whatever i think that you guys are perfect team yay well, i think thank so you. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously i mean and i was i was told to say to don't cut yourself short amanda with your gifts because you've got you've got some good ones Thank you. You know, and she really does. She, she does. Really does. And, 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 and maybe she sees that. And I know she does. I mean, and I really do cut myself short. It's, it's crazy that you do the same thing. That. So yeah, because yeah. I'm like, I'm terrified mm -hmm. of them. I'm embracing yeah. them, but I'm terrified of them. And I'm also yeah. like, <clears throat> my mother has raised me to, to fear judgment. And I'm from this small yeah. Bible yeah. belt town. And, you know, I've had to face a lot of scrutiny for mm -hmm. coming out as what I am. So I'm yeah. struggling to own it myself. I mean, that's okay. You're not alone. Thing. You're not alone in that. <laughs> I I dealt with that too. It was like coming out of the closet. I yeah. was not wanting to do that. And yeah. oh my gosh, I mean, I was just once I did it, I felt okay. This is who I am. This is you know. I'm not there yet. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> well, and and in time, yeah, you will. I mean, but I think that you have an investigation probably coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, that investigation is probably going to lead you to, to make a choice. So you'll have to be on the lookout. Okay. So I don't always, 
do this for people or do this, you know, <laughs> like give them like, I, it just, sometimes it's just what I, what I get messages and I see stuff, especially when we talk about gifts, because I see you have good gifts and I can see that. And I can see the chemistry that you two have. And so it's important that I say those things and that I, you know, let you know that you're on the other side's radar as that, you know what I mean? So there may be a next step that you need to take. And like my mother has always told me, even when she's passed, it's just, you know, like a bump in the road. You just got to step over that bump, you know, and then, you know, once you step over that line and, you know, things will open up and then things you'll, you'll be like getting your aha moment, you know? So, so yeah. But so I, no, would, I, pre- I appreciate all of this. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> yeah, I really do. Go ahead, Shane. So I have a question for Maeve. So aside from just your ovulus sessions, um, what other kinds of data do you guys take and who gets stuck analyzing it and you know, <laughs> what kind of thing? Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. you're the one that gets stuck. Usually, actually, no, believe it or not, I don't. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Amanda, um, yeah, Amanda usually does. She she reviews better than I do. Okay. I'm very much um, voice recorder is basically my go to. Um, well, that's my way my wife is. I mean, I, I'm very simple. I mean, I like to play with all the toys and I love to have all the toys with us. I think we both do. I mean, it's fun to have a REM pod and it's fun mm-hmm. to see that. But for the most part, Amanda and I go into it just basically us. Like we, we're we very um, experience driven okay. investigators yeah. versus yeah, the data driven yeah, investigators, if that makes sense. So yeah, well, I, we do listen, Amanda will listen to it. And then I usually am the one being like, really, is that what you think you heard? Yes, she does. She catches stuff. I never would, but yeah. yeah. So I do stuff a lot differently. I, I actually use a lot of laboratory kind of equipment and we do like double blind studies. We do research you know, that kind of stuff. And we collect a lot of numerical data. So I got a lot of statistics to do. I got a lot of, you know, but the great thing is I don't have the gifts like Amanda and Jay do. And so I really can't rely on feelings or things or right. what stuff is. So I put in high-end scientific equipment that measures, you know, dozens of things all at the same time and records them every second. Wow. And so then we go through our sessions, our EVP sessions or whatever you're going to do. And then we try to get them to touch the instruments or manipulate or, hey, can you create a magnetic field here? Can you make some radiation over there? Can you do these things? And then we go back through our video and compare the readings from the instruments to whether they did the thing or not. And then we apply mm-hmm. some statistics and then we can actually give a number to say, yep, they did it with, you know, 80 percent, you know, thought or, you know, 10 percent or whatever, you know. And so that's how I do my investigations, which is really strange compared to the normal world. But I came at I love it, it from the science. Right. And I, do I, it on equipment. So right. I, I would love to investigate with people like you. I have a bunch yeah. of I have a so few we friends. We invest. <laughs> Yay. We no, have no. a bunch of friends and we we investigate with a lot of different teams. I mean, okay. we're a team, yeah, but too. we basically we basically like to tag along with everybody. We're, we're pretty that's social people. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I love when I investigate with um, investigators like that that think like that. I love to yeah. watch you work because yeah. 
I, I love to see that side. I mean, I love to investigate with Manda too and with mediums. I love that. I love all of it, but I really like to watch the scientific well, method. You'll, you'll see also, if you go back, I don't know, a whole bunch of episodes, you'll find the one where I actually did a sample investigation and I actually showed the data and showed how the tools work and what the tools were. And so, he, create, he created this board. It's called the device. And yeah. He created this himself. Wow. Yeah. Totally. And, yeah. And we have an actual podcast with just him talking yep. and describing it. He, it was on the camera and he had this whole thing to describe what everything does on that thing. Yeah. And it was. Just, I want to see yeah. that. So the idea yeah. is the great thing yeah. about it is it replaces an entire van full of equipment with one. <laughs> yeah. It does. It really you does. Down, it really you turn it on, yeah. the computer right. records with no human bias. Right. And it records right. onto a thumb drive and you plug it into your computer and. And you do math on it, and you can't yeah, fake that. We do, we do not very now. Well, I, I, now, I, I think that you guys, I love this story, so I sometimes get shamed to tell it. So sure. I think you guys are really gonna like this story. It's about the 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 battleship, the Michigan. Remember the yep. the lightning storm. You got to tell them that story because of the fact that it's my favorite. I love this. Yeah. Story. So, <laughs> So we're in this ship. It's called the LST-393. It's in a museum now, but it used to, it was actually on the shores of Normandy in D-Day. It, it was live. It dropped, it dropped troops, and it pulled out, and it made it out without getting major damage. Wow. Now it's in Michigan at, uh, at, the, at the harbor here in Muskegon. So we went out there and did a three-day investigation. Uh, the second day in... Uh, the wife and I were up in the wheelhouse, which is where the, the map room is and where the uh, radios and then the big steering wheel for the ship where the captain hangs out, basically, and his navigators. Well, we're up in there. And uh, me being a ham radio operator, I looked at all that old radio equipment. I was like, well, you know what? They left the antennas hooked up to this giant ship. So I went out in the car, got one of my ham radios, brought it in hooked it on to the old 1940s antennas. <laughs> and at first, we're just getting noise and garbage and not really much happening. Well, after about an hour, uh, we started to get a storm coming in off of Lake Michigan. Well, then I noticed that whenever the lightning would go, all of a sudden you'd get this old 1940s style preacher. You know, it's like, <laughs> God will be with you. Like, I mean, just one of these old, nothing like you see any type thing nowadays. You know, and it would and, and it would only last the few seconds that that lightning strike would go and then it would fade off into the noise and be gone. Well, That's eventually so it started doing we'd hear things that were like emergency, emergency. We've been hit. We've been hit. And then it would fade off. And then, you know, then you would hear this preacher come back in again. And of course, the frequencies that we were on, even nowadays, are still valid, but they are only for commercial shipping. You know, there should not be preachers on there. There should no. not be emergency. We've been hit, you know, <laughs> kind wow. of thing. there should not be other voices on there. And like I say, it would only happen during the lightning. And I actually have the full audio recording because my computer was recording all this at the same time. And we played it back. And this isn't like an EVP where you're like, well, I think it said this. You could play this <laughs> in front of a whole audience. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's an old preacher talking or that's, you know some yeah. military guy talking you know it was very very clear very 
I mean, it was just amazing. And it, like I say, it only happened when the energy of the lightning would get really bright out over the lake. Yeah. And as soon as the lightning would stop, it would just fade down to nothing. That's crazy. That's the coolest thing. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, I would love yeah. to hear that footage. Yeah. That's crazy. yeah, and I got the I have the audio. I can get it to you guys. So yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. I would love yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So that's my favorite story because of the fact that that just goes to show that with like electricity and when people energy. go and do invest energy yeah. is all that energy, you know. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever investigated the Ferrar school in Iowa? Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys want to do that one too. That one has some weird stuff. There's a lot of stuff I want to do up there. We haven't been um, past the through Kentucky, I think Indiana ish, but yeah. we haven't done much yeah. up your way at all. I'm going to do the Hinsley House the Hins the, by the, New York. The, oh, the Hinsley yes, Hinsley. I've had yeah. friends that have been up there. Yeah, We've got it booked. I don't remember the exact number of the day, but it's booked to go. So, oh, that'll be fun. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, there. it's uh. Yeah, the Hinsdale House, and we had the Hinsdale, yeah, Hinsdale, yeah, the Hinsdale. Yep. yep, we had um, so if you guys ever want to do, you ever want to see this crazy stuff, I can show it to you, and then like I said, we can do investigations too. I mean, yes. I have friends. That live I'm in always Georgia. down. Yeah, we're, we're all... friends that live in Georgia, so I could, I could have a place to stay that was fairly close. I mean, it might be three hours, but you know, something like that. <clears throat> That'd be awesome. I'm a volunteer. I work at um, Haunted Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. Okay, I'm a volunteer there, and we I, I chaperone the overnights and do date and do tours and stuff like that. So if you cool. ever That'd come down, yeah. right. <laughs> this is this uh, this gentleman here, Robert Ringy, uh, is a friend of mine, and he had a, he had a ladies. I would love for you both of you to meet with some of the children whom whom I mentor, children of the paranormal. <clears throat> he, is a, he is for a sure. he is Robert is a very very good psychic medium and he's a very good friend of mine yeah he's and cool dude. So, we had him on yes awesome. yes yes um so um yeah if you go back and you look at some of our old episodes from season one you could see that uh robert's on there and he's very knowledgeable and especially for um helping other people who are gifted i mean that's just yeah he's his resume is huge but, yeah, the, the, I um, brought up the Friar School. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I've often so, yeah. thought about oh, maybe working with kids because yeah. I have had my abilities since I was a kid and I didn't mm -hmm. recognize them for what they were. Right. And it was really mm -hmm. difficult, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I I like I thrive in, in acts of service for others. You know, that's <laughs> kind of where my forte, where my joy comes from is being able to awesome. help others. So. Right. I think that, that would be a really good idea for me, actually. Yes, yes. You're great so, with kids anyway. Nice yeah. to meet you, ladies. Very nice, nice to meet Robert. you too, Robert. <laughs> I want to talk more later. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, believe me, he could, he could talk to you. Um, <laughs> so let's get a little bit back to the documentary. Uh, can you um, tell us on some of the things that you witnessed um, when you did the investigation with Kane that um, – what is a little bit of the prevalent stuff in that documentary that you would say would be eye-opening? I think, um, do, you, do you care? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for me, um, because I, like I said, I like to investigate with other people and I like to see and I like to be with people when they have personal experiences because you can't mm -hmm. take that away from somebody. Right. I mean, it, it, it 
it's paranormal or it's not. It is what it is. But a per someone's personal experience is their experience. And to be included in a personal experience, especially if it's a super intense one, is super humbling. And yeah. kind of like Kane had some very intense, I don't want to say intense, I guess, but very personal experiences during this mm -hmm. movie. And just being able to share the room with him when that happened was... That would be cool. Yeah. That was that was something. I mean, paranormal activity aside, just being in a room with someone that is experiencing that that hasn't really ever before. Because Amanda can attest, he's always said that this the activity stops when he's around. Yeah, and so it apparently it happens to Kane quite often because he was very sure that nothing was going to happen to him during this <laughs> well, during this filming. Able to get more responses than us guys do, we just not we can't do it. He had some very, he had some pretty good experiences. And I think even at the end of the movie, he says that it was one of the most uncomfortable places he's ever been put in. And sure. for someone that makes a living off scaring people, that's, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same thing. Like being able to not only be there for me, but to for for me to get to be a part of this profound moment that he had, that was just really cool. You know, on so many levels, you know, not only just the, the experience itself, but just being a horror fan too. And, and, and kind of looking up to Kane the way that I do. And then just to get to be a part of this moment was just the right. best thing ever. Right. Yeah. That's one of those things where it's kind of like when you, you know, share, like she said, share the room with somebody that's had that experience experience you know what i mean that well, I, I got to de unknowingly deliver these profound moments to him like literally to be the conduit through all this right right yeah. right yeah i mean it's just like i said you're talking about you know like your gifts i mean that's you've got a lot more ahead of you and so I, just just be prepared. Because I, so. I feel myself growing every day. You are, and, yeah. Well, you know, most and definitely people you are. want people, and and you probably get this too. But you already you've you've been able to label yourself. You've done this long enough. And I don't mm -hmm. even really know what I am. I call myself an empath because that's how it started. But my abilities are different everywhere I go. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's I don't call a, myself a medium, but like I often have experiences where I'm yeah. at a movie theater and I'm getting a message for this lady three rows back. You know, that what is I mean? that is that is a medium. That exactly. Is. And but I, know, I don't so like I don't know. to. I'm you don't want to label probably. yourself that I understand. <laughs> I get it. I, I get the same thing. Well, I don't want to like, say I'm a medium and then people be like, OK, well, then talk to somebody. What, right. Right. It doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it does. You know what I mean? Where they say, well, can you do this? Can you do I'm not a sideshow. You yeah. know, I can't just make things happen. Well, and I often no. say I'm not a psychic. I can't tell you your future, but sometimes I can. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's true because of the fact that you're prompted to do so. Yeah. <clears throat> Mediums I've... are prompted. It's not like we go out looking for this thing, but if you go to, to a location and you happen to interact with somebody that's deceased on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason why you were there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of like a prompting. So it's not like, yeah. it's not like, you know, there are people out there that try to just to make money for this, which is in the, to me, I, I, I don't like to charge, but I, 
I had to get over that hump of, okay, yes, I am in charge people. Okay, yeah. that's fine. You know, I, I understand that because I am pre- you know, giving a service to somebody, helping somebody. Right. So uh, that, yeah, it's it's hard to get over those little hurdles, but once you do, you'll feel better about yourself. But yeah, you know what I mean. But it's yeah. just, and and <laughs> here's Adam saying Adam Feek is is a good friend of ours as well. Is looking marvelous this evening. Shane. Yeah. Adam, we've had Adam on our show too, and we had a lot of activity in our in well at the hotel here when I was doing the show with him when he was talking about Lizzie Borden. I had one of my little, I have one of these little things that go off, okay, and it was going off when he was talking about it. And then, yeah, way uh, in the back. There wasn't nobody near it. Just nobody near it. Nobody yeah. near it. But it was just in the camera shot. And so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's different experiences for different people who are gifted and people who don't choose to follow that path. You know what I mean? So, like I said, the, the two of you together is just, like, great chemistry. Yeah. Uh, you know, Robert had said that <clears throat> you – what do you say? Robert said – Ladies, your spirits are beautiful. Oh, thank so, you. So, yeah. Thank so, you. So, you know, it's just one of those things where um, being in this field, I I was trying to be just a paranormal investigator. That wasn't the, the path that I was supposed to be on. Yeah. Just like okay. just like you will experience it, and maybe you'll experience different things too. There's different paths we both take. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I just... I did want to ask you a question about um, have either one of you had a terrifying event? Something that really yeah. made you scared, like yes. to the breakers okay. at the end of the hallway? Yeah. <laughs> now that was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we have. Yes, we have. My experience was at St. Albans Sanitarium in West okay. Virginia. Yeah. Do you know anything about the building or the history? Um, it was a hospital at one point, an asylum style hospital. And then after that, it turned into a boys school. Um, and at the boys school, it was a it was a private school. It was all wealthy kid, wealthy families. And it was a very sports motivated school. They had a lot of really, really, really good athletes. And so it was kind of a mixture of, of really good athletes and very, very smart kids. And so um, in those environments, I mean, it's it sort of fostered a, a pretty negative bullying situation. There were lots of suicides and, and things like that, um, physical violence. And that was after the asylum. But um, when I went, I was about seven and a half, eight months pregnant. Okay. And um, I was in the in the basement and this guy and I say this guy, but it was this entity, you know, mm -hmm. he looked like this, um, this like, I don't know, like a greaser, 50s greaser okay. type of guy, you know, yeah. like leather jacket, really a good looking guy. <laughs> but he had this other form that he was taking that was terrifying. And he was like tormenting me. And we were in the in the basement, there's like a bowling alley and then a boiler room. Mm -hmm. And uh he came up and, and, and was standing like on me, like, and he mm -hmm. wouldn't get off of me. And at that mm -hmm. point, that's when it's the only time at an, during an investigation that I've had to look at them and say, guys, I can't do this. I'm, I gotta leave. 
the intimidation like, factor was really yeah. high. He was yeah. messing with me hard. I don't know if it was because like he thought I was pretty or if it was because I was pregnant, but I you was were in you were like, in his you were in his space. And I was vulnerable and I was in this like mommy protective mode anyway. Yeah. So I, I guess I was a little hypersensitive too, but he was like, I've never had another <sighs> one do that. Like literally breathe down my neck like that, you mm -hmm. know? Oh, I have. It sucks. My wife had him <laughs> touch her hair before. Do what? Yeah. She's, they've, my wife has had her hair touched before. We I've were been touched in, in a bar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been touched a lot. I, I get touched driving down the road. I mean, it, it it's, oh, yeah. it's almost a daily occurrence <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah, I've been touched. Um, For me, it's more a hand sat on yeah. when I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe come on. What's your story? All of my really crazy stories are. Don't judge me, but they end up in the bathroom. <laughs> I just like I can't help it. For some reason, things come at me when I'm in the bathroom. But we were. I was at the. We were in um, Brushy Mountain. And out in Knoxville, Oak Ridge area. And um, it was actually a pretty quiet night, but they have a brewery and a restaurant now. Um, and so we were down in the brewery doing eating dinner and stuff before we did the investigation. And I had gone to the bathroom and it was a huge just public bathroom and it had the <laughs> air dryers where you dry your hands and nobody was in there. I mean, there was people in there before me, but they all left and I was washing my hands and the air dryer at the end of this very long bathroom. <laughs> the air dryer went off and I guess it's because the room was so big and it's just a loud echoey bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like I froze, like completely froze. I couldn't move. Like it came on and it was so loud and like my slider <laughs> fight moment. In, and I kind of panicked. I had a moment. I'm like, I have to walk out of this place by myself. Right, right. And so I, I quickly walked to the door and went and grabbed Amanda and brought her back in. And so, yeah. <laughs> and so we were in the bathroom and we were just kind of making sure it worked, making sure there wasn't anything like loopy with it. And as we were leaving, Amanda goes, well, it would have been really nice if it had come on while I was in here and it came on on cue. Wow. Oh, wow. And I was like, yep, it's time to go. <laughs> so, but that was, I mean, it was kind of cheesy. I get it. But when I was in there all by myself and loud noises get me anyway, and it was right, right. so loud that I just right. kind of froze. Like my whole body was full of goosebumps and I kind of froze. So. Yeah, that's no judgment here. That's awesome. <laughs> We've had some terrifying stuff happen at the hotel after the I was going to bring that up. Too. We had one terrifying one that happened to us both at the same time. Yeah. And that was super. I was terrified. Yeah, that was a literal I'm too scared to move moment. I laid really? in the bed and pretended mm -hmm. to be dead. <laughs> I was like, no. Like I did. I was like, a, I, I instantly went into like that scared six year old mode. And I like literally wouldn't even move my feet. I was trying not to even breathe. I was so. <laughs> Go ahead and wow. tell them a little bit about that one. That one was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Long story short, we had stayed at a hotel. And I mean, it was like an Econo Lodge. It wasn't even like an old, like, you know what I mean? You've been in those lodges, hold. Yeah. Right. Those are the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were just a few miles from a really a side of a really bloody revolution revolutionary war battle. Maybe mm -hmm. that might have something to do with it. But um it's we were in a, a suite, so our, our bedroom area was different, was away from the living area. Yeah. And I kept hearing I kept maybe six or eight times through the night I was woken up to what sounded like somebody like rustling around in the living room. And I kept thinking um, that maybe it was like Tony, you know, our, our director producer, because we had some equipment in the room. Maybe he was mm -hmm. setting up equipment or doing something, whatever. And I just kept kind of writing it off as nothing and falling back asleep. But it kept happening to the point that 
I was like, there's no way that's him. And then the last time it woke me up personally, it sounded like somebody was scooting furniture across the carpet. Like it was loud. No, that's the best. And we listened, <laughs> I listened to it come from the, the living room area and scoot all the way to the foot of our bed. And wow. it was standing at the foot of our bed. Oh, and wow. I'm, I'm too scared to move. <laughs> I was <laughs> pretending to be asleep. I was we totally pretending, pretending to be asleep. asleep. It wasn't until the next day that either of us even realized <laughs> that the other one even heard it because we were too <laughs> way to acknowledge that anything was going on. I mean, that was right. nuts. Yeah, I didn't know she was awake and I was just trying to play dead. And I hope right. someone <laughs> grab my foot and jerk me out of the bed. It was right. terrifying. It was right. stupidly terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced that in different places, you know, um, being at different hotels. I mean, yeah, because they, they harbor who God knows what you want, you know what I mean? I mean, so, so yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's just one of those things that, and, and being, and just even being in public, you know what I mean? I mean, I could go to a Walmart and it's just yeah. like, ugh, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just, yeah. so, but yeah, when you would at least expect a haunting, is where you're going to find it. For know. sure. Yeah. We've learned that. <laughs> yeah. yes, most Don't get comfortable anywhere. No, it can be a brand new house. It can be, yeah. you know, something that, that's in a way a couple years old or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I've walked into people's houses before and I feel beside myself. I'm like, oh crap, what's here? You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, yeah, it could be something on the dirt, even if the house is new. Yeah. 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 The land itself is just, and that's the biggest thing for a lot of people don't realize that the land, especially up here in Wisconsin and Michigan. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of in, Indian Indians ground, were everywhere. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so, and me lucky enough to have one of my guys as an Indian that, which I required when I was going up to do an investigation, I needed that, and that was a moving experience in itself. But um, talking about the the greaser guy in your face, I had that similar experience when I pulled up to an investigation up north in, in Wisconsin. <clears throat> I hadn't even gotten out of the car yet. I pulled up to this building, and I had this gangster guy because it was one of those places where some of the gangsters would go up north to escape Chicago. cops or Chicago or whatever. Um, and there were different small cells of the mob up there. And this guy, this guy was a foul mouth, uh, saw me right away and I could picture him and he was screaming at me from the window and I could hear him. And I called a friend of mine <clears throat> who was actually another medium. She could hear him over the phone screaming wow. at me. Right. And that was, that was totally intense. Um, Long story short, I mean, it was, it was, it was what it was. But I mean, eventually, um, about a month later, because uh, he was still, he could tell that I was talking with another medium, even though it was on the phone. She had to go there physically to help do whatever it was to get rid of something else that was nastier there and this and that. Da, da, da. I'm at work two months later. I'm at work and I was on the phone with her. I was on my break and I was talking with her and, you know, about this guy and this and that, da, da, da. and she was saying that, you know, he was blaming me and he felt threatened. And I said, that's not true. I wasn't threatening, you know, this and that, whatever. And I go back to work and I'm fun with her, go back to work and I get, I'm in work and I'm working and I hear this guy like, I'm really sorry. 
that's all I heard was I'm really sorry. And I knew it was him. And I was like, okay. So it can happen anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you probably will, Amanda will experience that a little bit more in the future. Whereas you will get something in your ear if you don't already. Yeah, you know I, mean? uh, yeah I, I do. But <laughs> um, always remember that you can't always help everybody. And yeah. that's what I, I had. That's my issue, too. I have that. I want to help everybody, you know, and I can't, as my mom would say, you can't save everybody. You know, yeah. you can't, you know what I mean? So, but I just have to keep that balance. But um, when you guys first started, um, when did she find out about your gifts? When did May find out about your gifts? Or has she always known that you've been gifted? We learned about them together, the confirmation yeah. anyway. Okay. I never felt a need to, I never knew. I, I guess that that's exactly what was going on. Right, right. Um, right. You know, I, I've always kind of had a mind that rolls and never stops and I have mm-hmm. trouble sleeping and, you know. Right, right. And it, it, I guess that it took a mentor recognizing that I had abilities and saying, mm-hmm. Hey, you do realize what's going on, right? Like, right. You know, <laughs> right. And, and so it was like, Holy shit. Like you're, you're exactly right. Like, and, and she kind of taught me to differentiate my thoughts from other people's thoughts and things that were being fed to me. I always just kind of blamed it on the fact that I was a Gemini, you know, because <laughs> well, I thought that I, was I, like I, a Gemini trait that your brain. Never walk, welcome to the family, Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> But I always sort of blamed it on that. And that moment where I met this, this lady who recognized it in me, called it out immediately mm-hmm. and really helped me hone in. I was with Maeve when it happened. So I can honestly say that we've kind of, kind we've of my, right. My abilities right. And, and, and that's yeah. where the, the, the connection, I think that that's probably where the real solid connection that really came together. I think that you guys, you know, it's just it's just awesome. When I see that between you two and see that connection, it's it's cool. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. I'm just like it really is special. It, Maeve and yeah. I have a, a very special friendship, relationship, bond. Yeah. I mean we really do. And she was she was there for like my aha moment with my abilities too. Where yeah. it was like I, I can't I can no longer deny this. Do you remember right, that right. when we were at the hotel? I was literally just going to say, I was waiting for it to get quiet. Yeah, you <laughs> Well, I've always, uh, the scientific minded part of me is always just like, hmm, is this for real? Is she for real right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, and so like, there's part of my brain that was like, especially when she first started this, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch. I'm going to learn this. I'm going to see what's happening and see if there's a way I can explain this. And she's always been on point, like, creepily on point with stuff that she should not be on point about. So, but it's Amanda. So I just let it go. (laughs) But we had got, (laughs) I'm a Sagittarius. So there's that. Okay. (laughs) But we had gone, we were going to go to, I mean, it was a Halloween. It was in October one, a few years ago, three or four years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago, three years ago. So we were, we were going to go to a haunted house and just have a good time. And we had stayed at some not yeah, like Halloween, like a Halloween haunted house. Right, right. And so we had gone to this. We had driven three, four hours. And so we were getting ready in the hotel, which was not special. And I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm like, come on, Amanda. Let's get going. And she just 
bent over double. Like she couldn't breathe. She couldn't catch her breath. She was in pain. I was a tad aggravated. And, <laughs> and I was like, you've got to get up. I said, we got to go. We're going to be late. Come on, Amanda. And she was really struggling. And once I realized she was really, really struggling, we started trying to figure out, okay, what do we need to do? What do I need to do to make you feel better? So I was going to run out to the car and get a drink, a bottle of water. And when I went outside, as soon as I went outside, our uh, hotel room was along the interstate. And as soon as I went outside, I saw all the blue lights mm -hmm. and all the and all the ambulances. And somebody had crashed right in front of our hotel, and they had pulled out the sheets. So I'm assuming someone had passed away in that mm -hmm. terrible wreck that was outside. And so I got the water and went back in. I was like, there was a wreck. And it wasn't as soon as all of it got cleaned up, she was fine. Mm -hmm. And to me, we had no idea. There was no mirrors or no windows. And to me, that was one of the moments. And I was like, holy shit, she really picks up. Like, she really does feel <clears> this stuff. It's not. That, the inadvertently, you picked up that empathic and that. that yeah, person. took her down. Yeah, yeah. It, it had a really, a, a really, like, intense physical. My body had an intense physical response to the point that right. I almost thought I was having a heart attack. And we right. discussed calling right. 911. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I didn't think I, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't understand what was happening, you know. Right, right. But right. I mean, in all fairness, we were our room was on the very end of the hotel, which happened to be maybe thirty feet from the wreck. Mm -hmm. So immediately it came that energy. To me. I that, was right there, you yeah, know, that, to grab that, it. So that, that spirit, that that soul, and that probably you know, drawed to the clear, the bright, the most brightest light, which was probably yeah. you inadvertently. Yeah. And then it was like, nope, then it, it had to go. You know what I mean? Well, so, and it was, it was a really important moment for me because it made me flash back to all these times in my life that I've had mm -hmm. this physical response that I didn't sure. know what was going on. I mean, I've got in my medical records. I've went to the, the hospital in my 20s for a heart attack because I would have sworn I was having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Like I thought I was dying. I mean, they, they've they've looked for medical conditions to explain it and we can't find anything. And now right. I, I know why, right. you know, so well, it was, it was an important moment. I and specifically requested that my guide said, I do not feel that because of the fact that I do have a lot of health problems or I have in my, in the past. And I wouldn't be able to just picture, uh, figure out which is which, yeah. Because I've gone through so much of my health is my own issues. It's like, yeah, I can't tell if this is spiritual. I can't tell if this is actually me, you know? So it's kind of like, I specifically, you know, if I'm reading somebody or if I'm, you know, talking with somebody who's deceased, I'm like, do not make me feel this. Just tell me, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's just, I can't tell the difference, you know, yeah. and it's, it's too hard to tell the difference. I, I and, have trouble yeah. too. Especially Sometimes, with the anxiety, yeah. I have trouble too. Yeah, yeah, and and I, for the most part, I, I pretty much a little bit here and there, but um, if I'm walking in a place or you know a building or whatever that has, oh, we, have, activity, we have an extra guest. We do. Yeah, <laughs> he's been crying. I can't believe yeah. he can't hear him. He's sitting in my feet crying. No. So um, you know, walking into a building or whatever, you know, I I have picked up things that you know intermittently. But then I kind of just know, all right, as soon as I leave the building, then I'm fine. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's fine. You know what I mean, so, but. Uh, I'm yeah. glad I'm I like, don't have all that. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. It, it, it is. Are like, whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, at, at first, you know, when I was younger, I thought it was, it was like, why is this happening and this and that? But 
I, I know why now. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, all right. Right. So I, I deal with it, but things are only, only can get better. You can only get stronger. You will. Well, I can yeah. see that already. So you guys have got something awesome coming up and I know that it's something to do with you. So you guys should be, be prepared. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be, yeah. So um, I can't believe it. it's like almost, it's like one minute to seven. I can't believe where this hour go. Yes. Wow, that was so I know, fast. Right? Yeah, just blasted right through. Yeah. <laughs> Is this so only it, an hour show? Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I have so much I want to say about Balsam. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Get it in there. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Okay, so I want to... Um, there's a couple things that I would like to say just so that it, your viewers can hear this. If you've seen the, 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 the film, if you haven't, um, it's really important... For, for Wicked Wanders and um, H13 Media, um, Tony Cadwell, it's really important that everybody knows that we did not, we're not in this to get famous. We're not in this to get rich. Um, we're not here to sell snake oil. You know, mm -hmm. we just want to document these experiences and let you guys watch it and you guys decide for yourself. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was a ghost. I want you to decide for yourself yeah, what it yeah. is. We're not shoving anything down anybody's throats. Mm -hmm, everything mm -hmm. that happened on my life, every single thing that happened, happened. Nothing mm -hmm. was scripted. Um, there was no second and third takes. Mm -hmm. We filmed for three nights and we were lucky enough that the spirits cooperated <laughs> and gave us something to show everyone. So that's mm -hmm. super yeah. duper important. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, the that's the most important thing. You know, we mm -hmm. don't want anybody, we, we come from such a genuine place and there's yeah. so <clears throat> much out there right now that's scripted mm -hmm. that it's just so <laughs> important to bring it back to, to the, to the basics. You know what I mean? Right, that's right, what we've right. really done here. Right. And that needed to be said. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All everything else aside, I mean, people, my viewers, and you know, people that will watch this on YouTube or whatever, um, yeah, you guys are true, genuine. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, and and I can't and, act even yeah, if I try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, awful. Right. It's terrible. <laughs> you totally oh, yeah, tell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, being having that, having said that, I mean, you guys, uh, like Rob, my friend Robert said, you know, you guys are just. Have great spirits and great souls. I mean, just you know. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Um, did you want to um, let everybody know where they can find the documentary film and please do and where the, you know they could you could talk a little bit about um, <laughs> the the wanders the 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 wicked wanders. Yeah, um, we do have a Facebook page, Wicked Wanders. Both of us are moms, and we are really we don't do very well with social media but we do have a page and so we do share when we can we don't share daily or anything like that um you can get the movie if you get the dvd there's bonus features you can get it at barnes noble walmart i mean all the major retailers amazon. like that yeah yeah amazon you can buy it off amazon you can't rent it off amazon yet okay. um but you can go to voodoo um mm -hmm. voodoo fandango you can rent it there google play has it YouTube. Um, there's a few other places I don't know off the top. I know Voodoo and Google Play were the bigger ones. Okay. Sure. And so All right. awesome. you can go to um where is it on uh Maeve? Is it on the Balsam a paranormal investigation page or mm -hmm. is it I think there's a link on there that yeah. has all the places listed. 
where you sure. can stream it now and you can yeah. pre-order it on DVD. The hard copy will release on the 28th. Um, and again, okay. that'll be at Walmart and Barnes and Noble and, and Best Buy and Amazon and all the places. So very okay. cool. And you can feel free to friend me on Facebook. Yes, uh, Amanda's yes. not Amanda flakes on Facebook <laughs> as no. she should. Because, oh. Well, if I, I I have a hard time, I don't have abilities, and I have a hard time staying on social media. So I can't imagine if I was an empath how that would feel. So, but feel, feel free to friend us, follow us. Um, okay. Very yeah. Cool. Same, same we'll with us too. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Me, me and Ava, I think are already a friend. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but. Well, I think that's about all the time we have. Um, I want to thank our guests very much. So, I mean, you guys were fantastic. I mean, yeah, it was great. It's been an awesome, awesome. I told season. you we'd have fun. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. It yeah. was a lot of fun. It, it's Definitely would like to talk to you guys later, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Please. Yeah. If you need, you know, help or whatever with your equipment, whatnot, let me know. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. When are you going to patent that that tool you made? I told him to. Other people told to tell me about that. You should do yeah. something with that. Da, da, da. It's mm -hmm. like, ah. I'll buy your first one. <laughs> Seriously, I'm down. I will get it. If you yeah, can condense right. it all into one box, I am so down. <laughs> yeah, watch, yeah, go ahead and like say, watch the previous episode. Dig back through and find it. You can see exactly yes, how it is. For sure. Yeah. So. Most definitely. Yay, all right, thank everybody. You. Thank you so much. And I will have this probably out on youtube in the next few days um you could still check it out probably in the next hour or so on um the studio six paranormal podcast manifest network and um wisconsin paranormal research page so i want to say thank you again to our guests and shane we will see you later all right see you guys Bye. thank you see you